Faster than a speeding bullet. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's this WAP doesn't lie. The No Bullshit Podcast. Now, here is your host, Felix Andreoni. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the applause. We got my co-host, Ann, in the house. Hello. Woo, woo, woo. Swag guy's in the house. Eric is in the house. And everybody knows. And Spugagni, welcome to Live Studio. Everybody knows what day it is. <laughs> it's Friday, people. Oh, yeah. Time to party. Yeah. I got a lot of shit to say tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Oh. I'm back. Uh, uh, uh. Off of that thing. Yeah. Dance you, you better. Get, get up off of that thing. thing. And dance you, sing it now. Get, get up, up off of that thing. thing. And dance you, you better. Get up off of that thing. Get up off of that thing. Oh yeah. That's my man James Brown getting down. Enough of his shit. <laughs> Fuck him. I'm in a wicked mood tonight, people. Uh-oh. I don't know how much you're going to put up with me. <laughs> I but, do every day. So there you go. But I am really, really fucking mad. Fired up, eh? I'm mad. I'll try not to yell. I hear your phone in the background. Lower the volume. Because everybody hears that. Interesting. So, I'll tell you what I'm pissed off about. Yes. Number one, me and Ann, we recently, not too long ago, maybe two or three years ago, uh-huh. uh, were banging in front of a church. Oh. No, no, I take that back. Good Lord. Are you telling secrets? We, <laughs> we were, we went to the Museum of Natural History. Yes. Right in New York. Yeah. And what I liked, what's right before you enter the door, there's a, there was, now I'm pissed off. There, let me calm down. There was a statue. Famous statue. A famous statue that's been there for 80 years. Yes. And it's a statue of Theodore Roosevelt. Yes. So some fucking idiots decided they didn't like the statue because and really they said it was racist now when you ask these ignorant people what does the statue really mean do you know the history of this statue well describe the statue all right i'll describe it for people maybe they don't know it yeah we're from new york the statue is of theodore roosevelt Mm -hmm. on a horse on a horse yes and on with a hat with a hat yeah he has a gun you know he was a hunter outdoorsman yeah now like a like a john wayne type person yeah in a way yeah and on the one side of him was a bare-chested Indian. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of this statue was a black man who was bare-chested also. Right? Right. Hello to Kirkley Hennessy and to TJW. Yep. Welcome, Welcome people. So these ignorant people decided we don't want this statue in front of the Museum of Natural History because mm-hmm. it's called the Museum of natural history, you fucking morons. So anyhow, I, I'm I'm really ashamed of the museum taking it out. They're really responsible because they had they could have left it or, or removed it, and they decided to give in to these ignorant people. And when you went, if you go up to these people and say, "What purpose was the statue created eighty years ago?" And I'll tell you, the reason why it was created, it represented the continents of Africa, 
in America. And if you choose a stand for Roosevelt's friendliness to all races, that's what the statue was made for. It was made for it. But the reason that Teddy Roosevelt was on it was because he was a proponent for the natural parks. That's in the right. United States, and he instituted, I don't know how many of them, but that's right. It was because of him that we have the treasures we have today. Yep. And all you other fucking morons out there. And I don't mean people that are in my, in my podcast right now. I see. I'm talking about you fucking morons that said this was racist because there's a black man there with no shirt on next to a a former president with an Indian. Teddy Roosevelt was the only man at that particular time as president of the United States. Guess who he invited for dinner that sat down in the White House and had dinner with Teddy Roosevelt? I would have no idea. How dare anyone call this man a racist when he had Booker T. Washington for dinner? For dinner! You know what? All this phony racism shit is really upsetting me. And then that stupid show that's on in the morning with Whoopi Goldberg. It's called The View. The View. They need to really... Someone needs to go on that show. I hope they invite me. I want to take a dump on the table and smash it in their fucking face. Lovely. Because they said this morning if you don't vote or support the Build Back Better program, you're a racist. Really? Really? You're going to go that fucking route? You know? Let, let me tell you another thing that pisses me off. You all, I don't know if you all watched Joe Biden's press conference, and I watched the whole two hours of it. That was on Wednesday afternoon? Yep. Mm-hmm. He answered... The only thing I'll give him credit for. Okay. See, I'm giving him something. Uh-huh. He answered 27 questions. Mm, he, 20, he called on 27 reporters right. out of 32. That's right. He acknowledged 27 reporters. Well, he no, didn't answer 27 No, questions. no, you're right. He didn't answer, especially the one about his son and, and that he was incontinent and that he shits himself. That's what I would ask him. I, I would have said, Joe, I heard you shit your pants when you met the Pope. But that's besides the point. Can we circle back for a second? I want to close the loop on the Roosevelt natural history thing. Go ahead. Who, where did the uh, statue go? Oh, I mean, no one knows. Oh, no, that's not true. It, where did it go? It went to South Dakota. South Dakota is very proud of Tez- Teddy Roosevelt because of all the natural parks in that state, and they gladly took it, and it is on proud display in South Dakota. Uh, do you know where? Uh, in front of some museum. I don't I don't, re- don't remember exactly, but they couldn't wait to have the statue. It cost $2 million to take the statue down what a, and ship it. What a, you know how many South, home, South homeless Dakota, people? South Dakota. You know how many? You know how many homeless, homeless vets you could have supported with that $2 million oh, yeah. that are sleeping out in the street? Now get back to Joe Biden. Welcome to, to Guy Gerla, who's joined us in live studio. What, what really pisses me off, when you heard the press release conference of Joe Biden, can you imagine when he said on national TV, and you know, you know Putin was listening, He's, they asked him about, you know, what, we, what are you going to do about the Russians that have now have 120,000 troops? I don't know how many hundreds of vehicles, tanks, all kinds of armament right on the border of Russia and the Ukraine. And he says, well, if it's just a, a minor a, a, a ins- intrusion. intrusion. Mm-hmm. So he was basically approving for Putin to enter Ukraine Ukraine Mm -hmm. in a minor intrusion way. (laughs) You fucking senile, stupid old man. Well, you know, they let him answer questions without anybody watching him. What do you expect? You know what? It's just remarkable, some of his answers. And then he had the nerve to look the camera in the eye and say, I've done more in my first year as president than any other president in the history 
of the United States. And you know, Joe, Joe is half right. Because mm. what he should have said was, I fucked up more <laughs> than any president in the history of the United States during my first year. Hello to Swagger Guy. Welcome to Live Studio. Because number one, where's all the test kits, Joe? We haven't got them. Hey, we ordered them. They're not, they haven't come. Well, don't hold your hand on your ass for them. <laughs> and second of all, second of all, Joe, you are going to end the... <gasps> you are going to end the what? I'm not going to lock down the town in the United States. I'm going to end the virus. <laughs> Yes, it is. I'm going to end the virus. It is a war, Kirkley. It's the, the war of COVID, the war of... Uh, well, Joe, you didn't end the fucking virus. You made it worse, okay? What happened to that? What about the economy, Anne? How low are we now? Well, things are, are really not great right now. The inflation rate is higher than it's been in 42 years. Oh, he's doing a good job. And maybe you'd like to share with everyone your experience at the grocery store here in uh, yep. Connecticut today. And, uh, Would you care to share what, what happened to you? And let me read the Kirkley Hennessy show. Yes. He said, you mean the flu. <laughs> He's right. Talk about today's I, visit to the I think the flu is worse than Omicron. Uh, it could be. You might be exactly right. Or Joe Biden Akram. Uh, my food poisoning was worse than, you know, my Oh, that shot. was bad. Well, I'm just saying there are other things. Well, let me tell you, people. We've been ordering groceries and had it delivered to the house for the past couple of months. Yes. And that's kind of cool. And in a way, it's not. So today, this morning, I get up early and I go to Stop and Shop where we live. Yeah, it's a chain grocery store. It's a yep. publicly held company. I get there around seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and the only people that are in there are old people <laughs> and old, crazy, grumpy people. <laughs> because they haven't had coffee yet i'm sure and i i swear to god i i looked at the shelves in every other aisle the shelves were bare mm -hmm. and one old man that re, was old enough to remember world war ii came up to me and said i haven't seen this he had to be 90 something years old sure he said i haven't seen this since world war ii he goes what's next are we going to get ration books where you get in line and you get you rip off a page of the book and you hand it to them and you say, give me a loaf of bread? Is that coming next? You never really know. You know, I drive on um, I-95, you know, hated road from uh, Florida to all the way up to the border. And um, I have a little car because I'm being economically yep. uh, savvy with gas and, you know, admissions and all that stuff. And there are absolutely no trucks on the highway. It's it's remarkable. I'm always terrified, and I drive in the well, right lane because the, when the truck comes by, my little car is just you know a speck. Yep. There have been I've commuted three days this weekend and out. No, not one truck on the highway. None. No truck. To it's it's a Zero. shame. It's craziness. The, the Hennessy show said been noticing here and there for about a month. Yesterday was a slap in the face. I saw a lot of shelving. Publix didn't have uh, Gatorade. Publix is down south. Uh, yeah, in Florida. Down there, yeah. They, I have to say, when I went to Florida, all those Publix were were really clean. You know, I, it wasn't like up here in New York and no. Connecticut. They look like shit. No, no. I I used to live in the South as well, and we had Piggly Wigglies. Really? The most disgusting, dirty grocery stores I've ever seen. Is and, that what you got? And there was a big uh, thing on 60 Minutes when I lived there that they would take the chickens that were about to rot and, and bleach them so they'd be white and appetizing to look at and put them back out on the shelves. You Re know, really nice Pixley Wixley. No, no, it was Piggly Wigglies. I, I'll never forget when I was living in Tampa. Yes. And um, I went into Publix and I, I've never been to Florida. So I went down there and I stayed like six months. It, you're talking about Publix? Yeah. They, I in go Georgia in the too. supermarket yeah. in Florida in Publix and everything is spotless. You don't even see a paper in the parking lot. You try to go there in Queens or Manhattan or 
or the Bronx and you shit all over the place. But anyhow. Well, I'll tell you the honest truth since you're talking about grocery shopping. What? I much prefer to go to small businesses, to the butcher shop, to the bakery. Yeah. And uh, do my shopping that way rather than go to these giant Hennessy said they're expensive, though. Publix. Publix. Is, I, well, I didn't that know. Makes sense. So, you know, I wasn't looking at the prices really, but it's not that I'm loaded. Interesting you say that because uh, the Publix is probably like um, up in upstate, you know, uh, upper part of the Northeast, they have Wegmans, yeah. which are privately owned. Yeah. And here we live, there's a group of eight or 10 uh, big Ys, they call them, also a privately owned the big wise, store. The big Ys are nice. And a little expensive. And then uh, very famous, you may or may not heard of it, there's this guy, Stu Leonard. And yeah. he's been branching out uh, in our um, metropolitan area. He also has privately owned grocery stores. Stu Leonard is nice. They're nice, but a little expensive. But, but he's got cleaner. some really... Uh, top-notch food and the reason that these privately held you know uh small they have their own farm of groceries they have their own farms they buy locally so they continue to stay stocked and show yeah now getting back to Publix before i i lose my train of thought yes i was checking out and all of a sudden this kid that worked there come running up to me i thought i was gonna have to punch him in the face oh. i go what do you want <laughs> He goes, I want to help you with your bags to your car, yes. sir. Yeah, that's a I said, thing. holy shit. Yep. Are you kidding me? That's the Southern thing. I used to go up to live in Virginia. We won't go there. And there's a, a chain called Ucrops. Again, actually, that is owned by a, a Christian family, and they're closed on Sundays. It's a grocery store that's closed on Sundays. Anyway, you can't bag or Why? take your own uh, groceries to the car, and they cannot take tips. Well, so I stopped going there because, dear Lord, when I check out, I do self-checkout, and I'm done in eight minutes or less. This, the lady yeah. who was who swiped the things over the conveyor, she had to talk about every single item and about your kids and about how beautiful they are. And it, 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 yep. it was a nightmare. So I actually stopped going to that store, even though it was high quality and expensive. Eric said, I miss shopping at Winn-Dixie. Oh. I heard of that place. Yeah, I don't, I don't know a lot about that. He said it disappeared from Georgia. Oh, interesting. Hennessy show said, I felt weird at first. I'm perfectly able to handle my groceries, but thought they want to. And, you know, I, I told the kid, forget it. I says, don't worry about it. He kept on asking me. I said, I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, I, it was just weird that someone came up to me, said, want me to help you to your car. Another thing in Florida. Kirkley uh, is saying you should always say yes. They I love, don't know. They love to get outside. And Do they? Give them a shot. At getting cars, carts back yep. in size. Oh, that makes sense. You're and another thing people. in Florida, mm -hmm. I like Florida because it's always sunny. And when it rains, it doesn't last that long. You know what I mean? It comes quick and it goes. Four not like shower? Not yeah. like fucking Connecticut where the rain hangs over your head for two days well, and you want to climb up on a roof and choke yourself, hang your fucking self. We have storms here. It's this is That's nature. I don't know. But the other thing I don't like about Florida, I was there during the summertime and the humidity is a killer. Yeah. Oh my God. I stayed in the pool almost the whole day. Yeah, but the pool is like a bath. It's too hot. I think but it's it, gross. It was a killer. And then you got these old people walking around outside with sweaters on. Yeah, old people are that way. A friend of mine said that's, Florida is the state where elephants go to die. <laughs> uh, um, guy talks about that there is a viral video out there for what that um, shows about shows that the outage of heavy cream uh -huh. and uh, cream cheese is there. What you, outage? You can't get you can't get it. Yeah, cream cheese. Are, there's been some big outage for some bizarre reason. I don't really know why. You know? Do you notice? Look, I hope for that video. I'll look for it. I hope people notice that this president really is fucking things up. I mean, if people don't see that by now, even the ones that supported him are fucking blind. And I want to know. I guarantee you that he will do nothing when Russia invades Ukraine. He will do absolutely nothing. I like when that one reporter asked him about his uh, mental capacity and then asked him about, mentioned about China. You know, are you ever going to find out where this virus came from or you're not maybe because of your son's 
dealings with China. Mm -hmm. And he avoided that question completely. And when he asked him again about his mental capacity, he asked him, you know, what his thoughts were on it. And he said, no, no. You and, know, and he said he alluded to the fact that he was going to run again in 2024 with Harris at his side. It's he'll insanity. never make it. It's insanity. He'll never make it. I don't know. And then he was, you know, when this morons referring to the people that entered the Capitol building armed insurgents, he's a fucking idiot because the Capitol Police was letting these people in. And you could you could Google it and see for yourself. This show and is being sponsored by the NRA. And for people out there, the NRA has been around for over, uh, I don't know, since 1871, I think, a long time. And they preserve your Second Amendment rights. And I have a link up on this site. If anyone's interested in joining the NRA, copy that link and put it into your Google search and you will get money off your annual subscription. I have a question. Do you have to have a gun permit in order to join the NRA? No, no. You don't even have to own a gun to join the NRA. Yes. And the NRA will give you a free prescription, and I get magazines every month. It's called Shooting Times. The money itself, you're going to pay, what, $35 to join? It's normally $45. If you use my link, it's 35 And if you join for three years, you'll get more money off. If you join for life, you will get, I, I believe, uh, almost over $100 off. <clears throat> well, I think one of the benefits, if you're not a gun-toting American, reason to support the NRA is they're fighting for our Second Amendment rights every day. Exactly. Expensive lawyers and lots of uh, um, presence up on Capitol Hill there. And uh, that that's an, one way we can help yeah. keep it straight. So... Yeah. You guys see my link up there. Like I said, if you plan on joining or if you want to join, click on that link and open up the page. It takes you to the NRA site. It's not my site. No. It takes you to their site. And, and because they're promoting this show, they, will, they said they will give everybody money off on the annual subscription. And I believe if you click on it, uh, I don't know if it'll change. I don't think it has. They'll give you a free NRA hat. Ooh. The hat alone's worth 35 bucks. <laughs> you know, this could not be a more timely um, podcast to talk about the NRA than what happened in my former neighborhood yesterday. Yes, Anne had a person that she knows personally commit murder. Murder. Here, wait a minute. Is she calling in? Well, no, this is serious. I'm, I'm going to let sure. Ann tell you what happened. I'm not sure that's her because she she fired six shots, five of no. them which hit the victim. How many was that? I, th I think let's, let's count. count. Right, let's let's count. count again. You're right. That was eight. That You're was pretty eight. good. So I don't know what kind of gun has six shots in it, but that's something for you. The a six-shot revolver. A revolver. So you assume it was a revolver? Then yeah. Um. Long story short, she's a landlord, and, and this a man was a tenant, and he wasn't paying his rent. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm going to make a long story really short. She went on Facebook on Wednesday and called him out because she said outright that Kurt, we might as well use his name because it's all the news, Kurt Lametta yeah. was collecting unemployment here in Connecticut, and he was also working. You guys can Google this and see it for yourself. Go ahead. Uh, the, and the murderer's name is Ellen Wink. Her last name is Wink, W-I-N-K. And she is the deputy Republican registrar for the city of Norwalk. She's responsible for voting here in our in uh, that wonderful city. Anyway, she wrote this this very plain fact about Kurt that he was working and collecting, which is you know if you're working, they take that money away from your unemployment check and that's right. the difference. So the way the story goes, and there's been a lot of talk about it, is she came home from work, and Kurt was there. And he went off on her, called her out on the fact that he, she called him out on Facebook. And uh, a argument ensued. And Kurt is very large man, was a very large man. I don't know. He had to be 350, something like that. She um, 
obviously felt personally threatened and she shot him to death in her own home. I think the moral of the story is do not disparage someone on Facebook. You have no idea what the reaction is going to be, how strong it'll be and how much damage. It can well, do. tell everybody what she wrote on Facebook before told, she shot him. Well, I told you what she wrote. She t uh, told the whole world that he was working and collecting unemployment and no, he came home furious. From no, not those. that part. The other uh, paragraph she wrote about don't push someone. Oh, uh, she had, she had put up a, a few days in a row, you know, not to push a nice person because you can push them too far, that kind of thing. Yep, and you never know what that person can do. Yeah. So really, if you have a, a beef with someone, do it privately. Do not let the whole world in on it because um, it can it could do damage to both people, all people in in respect. And her life is ruined. She's a very dear friend of mine. I've known her for a long time, and never in my wildest dreams that I think I'd be talking about her and you know, um, looking out for her as a murderer in, uh, North so Carolina. now this woman ruined murdered, m murdered her tenant for not paying her rent instead of her going the proper way and taking him to court and ev evicting him. But I think she's going to claim and the way the case is going to go is she was claiming self-defense because when he read on Facebook, which she had written, he yeah. became furious and physically you know, he hit her? in her face and threatened her. We're not sure how it went. And she felt threatened in her own home and she shot him. So from an NRA point of view, if you are, let's assume she yeah. felt physically threatened, can you legally shoot someone in your own home? Well, and the law in Connecticut is, number one, she would have to prove that her life was in immediate danger. Right. So she would have to prove that. Now, if somebody says to you, you know, this was her tenant now. This was not a stranger that busted in the house. No, and that's they, a different story. And they'd already had a beef and had uh, something going on in court. Where yeah. She, but anyway, so this is a longstanding feud. So when, even if he said to her, uh, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. And he doesn't make a move for her, or, you know, because he, he was a big man. I think 350, someone said. Yeah, he was a huge guy. So she better prove and have proof that her life was in immediate danger. Hmm. So if he didn't touch her, she will get murder. So she would have to have marks on her or there, he showed up with a weapon of some kind in order for her to plead self-defense? We're just talking about it plainly. What happened? She, no, she would have to have marks on her. He would have had to try to kill her, not just say it. Because the, again, now if this was a stranger, let's say, you uh -huh. know, and, and someone and breaks that. into my house, yeah, yeah, and I shoot him, right? I can do that. I can do that because I don't have time. The laws, the the way the law is in Connecticut is you don't, you know, you, what are you going to ask him? Oh, stop a minute, sir. You know, what are you here for? Uh, do you have a gun on you, or are you going to rob me? No. No, but this man was not a stranger. No, no. It was her tenant. New and that even that. looks bad. I'll tell you why it looks bad because, you know, he didn't pay her. Right. And she wrote all that shit on Facebook about him, mm -hmm. which she shouldn't have. She's going to go away either if she doesn't get charged with murder, yeah. she'll get charged with manslaughter. Got you. Without a doubt. I don't know. We'll have to watch it and see. And right now she's looking for a very good criminal lawyer. So if you know one, please uh, message the WAP so we can forward it on to Ellen. She and, needs help. And the, and she's the, being held on a million dollars bail and her court appearance is... Well, what about person. the guy she shot? He's dead. Yeah. Interestingly, in Norwalk, you're going to go a little deeper. The Lametta family is, is a longstanding French-Canadian family. A lot of French-Canadians, old school in Norwalk and... Uh, so the community support and outrage over this um, against Ellen is really um, going to be hard to overcome. Well, I don't blame him. Yeah. And let me tell you, she shot the man six times. She hit him five. He had five bullets in him when he was dead at the hospital. Yeah, five, not one, five. Maybe because he was. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh yeah. Well, what is she going to say? He kept on coming after me. Let me tell you something. When they entered that house, the detectives, I hope they were good detectives because they'd be able to tell what happened yeah. just by the way that his body is yeah. and everything. And Well, if he's running away, it, that's bad. But if he's facing towards her, I wonder how that would go. You know what I think happened? Tell me. 
She was, the NRA, she was fucking pissed off he didn't pay her. And he was pissed off. And she probably told him right to his face, if you don't pay me, I'm going to blow your fucking brains and out. And he's furious because of what she wrote on Facebook. So yeah. they're both furious. You got two furious people. And he had no talk. idea that this old woman. 61. <laughs> I don't know how old that his is. His old hag <laughs> was going to come back with a gun and shoot him. Anyway, so that's just a... Uh, one little story about NRA. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the value of, of the NRA, aside from defending the Second Amendment, which they so far have successfully done, for the most part, at a federal level. You know, each state has its own set of problems. Well, you know what it is, too. There's millions. I don't know how many millions of NRA members there are. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of them. And their voting power is pretty strong. And that's why Biden, at one time, he wanted to do away with the NRA. Yeah, he said he was going to do away with them. And all the guns in the U.S.? Yeah. yeah over 350 million guns. 350 million guns. And how many um, citizens of the United States? There's 350 million. 360 million. Yeah. It's and, and the last those, count. And those are legal guns. The last about. count. Mm -hmm. Now, you really cannot use a gun or firearm without bullets. Okay. So the last count yes. of bullets. Mm -hmm. And this was done by the government, because they have some idea of, how, you know, the manufacturers, how many they put out. Sure. And guess what the number was? Of bullets? Sold. Uh, I, don't, I, I would guess a, a trillion. I'm yep. Yeah. A, trillion a trillion bullets. Sure. Now you sound like Grinch Real Estate with those numbers. But you know, you know what amazes me is that, that, that guy that entered that Jewish uh, temple, yeah, that and, was uh, last weekend. Yeah, and he let those people go, which I'm happy he did. Yeah. The gun he purchased, he bought it hot out in the street. But that, tell me, how how do you do that? Where do you go well, to listen, buy a I'll gun? I'll tell you how you do it. Tell me. I'd love to hear how do you buy an illegal I'll gun. I'll tell you what happened to me. Okay. And um, I was a fourth of, it was July 3rd, and, I, and in Connecticut at the time, it was illegal to shoot fireworks. So me and three of my friends get in his car and we drive down to Mulberry Street in uh, Manhattan. Yes, in New York City. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So well, this little old Italian man came shuffling out this uh, bakery. Wait, wait, so there's four guys and what were you in? A truck, a car? Tell me. Car. A, a four? Car. Door car. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I was in the back. With a Connecticut license. Yes. Okay. I was in the back of the vehicle on the passenger driver's side window. So the old man sees a, a car. car with four young yeah. men yep. with a Connecticut license yes. plate in yes. Manhattan. Yes. Now, Mulberry Street, I don't know if anyone's been there, but it's one way. It's also very Italian. Yeah. It's one way. It's like Little Italy for I think the all the fuck, all the streets in Manhattan are one way. Okay, go ahead. So anyhow... I get a, I we get up to this bakery and this little Italian man was sitting in a lawn chair in front of a bakery. <laughs> he comes shuffling over and he says, "What do you wanna? Oh God. What do you need? -a? What do you need? -a? You tell me what do you need?" -a? So that's what he said to me, and I said to him, "I'll tell you what I no I didn't." <laughs> so I said to him, "I'm here to buy some fireworks." He goes, well, what a kind of, what a kind of firework. You want to make a bigger noise? You want to shoot them in the air? What a kind of you want? I says, I want all kinds. He goes, how much money you got, sir? You got. See, people from the South I said, can't understand the story because fireworks are everywhere in the South. Well, not up here. We're, we're they were, our, they're illegal. The limitations on you, our lifestyle yep. are amazing. Well, you could order the ones that do a little sparkles the, and that's it. The Roman candles. Yeah, yeah. but you can't you can't order Roman candles legally. Oh. They're not called. They're, Roman candles shoot in the air. That's what that's you sparklers. sparklers. In Connecticut, it's only the sparkle shit. <laughs> but anyhow, getting back to the story. <laughs> Help so he goes, how much of money you got to want to spend on a firework? Mm -hmm. We, I said, between us, we have $800. Oh, my God. He said, I'm going to get you a good a deal. You wait right here. You don't move. Uh-huh. Better not. They're all watching you. So he shuffles off back <laughs> in the bakery. Oh, my God. And here I am in Mulberry Street. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. a garbage truck pulls in back of us. So I said to my friend, you better move the car. And he's waving, saying, stay there. 
stay. The driver of the garbage, garbage truck. truck. Okay. So, okay, we stood there. All of a sudden, a garbage truck backs down Mulberry Street. We need that music. All right, hold on a minute. To set the tone. That's it. Yeah. Good. Now you can That's talk. a Sopranos. Yeah, I know. I'm going through the toll booth in New Jersey because you right. a uh, refuse company. Go no, ahead. listen. Oh, I'm listening. So all of a sudden, this garbage truck backs down Mulberry Street yep. and is at our front bumper. So now you're wedged. So we're wedged in between. Yes. These two garbage trucks. Yes. Now, <laughs> the old man comes shuffling out. Oh, thank God. And he has a big suitcase in his hand, right? And this is a true story, people. What? Are you kidding no, me? No, I'm not kidding. He comes up to me and says, let me tell you something, you motherfuckers in the car. Uh-oh. I said, what are you saying that for? What do we do? He goes, look up on the top of that building right over there. Hi, Linda. He says to me, look up on the top of that building. Yeah. There was a man with a high-powered rifle. <laughs> I swear to God. I, all I did was go to Mulberry Street for fireworks. Yeah. So he says, if you guys are the cops. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to have my man to put a bullet in all of you fucking heads. Oh, my God. So I said, sir, I'm not here. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You got us boxed in. I want fireworks. So did you bring him? <laughs> he puts the suitcase in the window and opens it up. And you know what was in the suitcase? Something that makes fireworks. No, it was an Uzi that's, submachine gun. That's my point. Something that makes fireworks. There was an Uzi. There was a 357 Magnum. So that's there was a 38 Special. There was a 9 millimeter and a couple of hand grenades. So that's the code word for guns? I don't know what the fuck he saw. I looked at them and I looked at him and I said, you need to bring that back in because I got guns at home. <laughs> and they're legal. They're not illegal. So that's the code word for fireworks. We've learned that tonight. Have we not? Yeah. There you go. And so did they bring you the uh, fireworks? So he door? said, okay, you don't want a machine gun, you don't want a pistol. I said, no, sir. He went shuffling back in. Oh. And then he came out with shuffling out. two other Italian guys. Oh, no. Oh, God. And he had each man in his hand had a paper bag with a handle on it. But before they gave us the fireworks, oh, we're, we're that far. It gets better. He came up to me. Yes. He goes, I know you guys, because I had long hair back then and everything. He goes, I know you guys what you want. You don't want a pistol. You don't want a machine gun. You want a heroin and a cocaine. Oh. So he had a bag full of heroin and cocaine. I said, no, <laughs> I don't do drugs, damn it. So. They were really not taking no for an answer. He shuffled back oh. in as he passed the guys and says, give him the firework. <laughs> and I count all the money. Yeah. So he came over to the car. He says, you got the 800 bucks? I says, yes. He counted it. He says, have a good day. He singled, he, he, he gave a hand signal to the garbage trucks. They backed out, pulled out. The guy with the rifle on the roof. Was disappointed. He disappeared. He was very disappointed, I'm sure. And we got the hell out of there. <laughs> So the moral of the story is perfect timing. So the moral of the story is buy a gun legally, take the class, get a permit. Don't worry. Well, the moral of the story is because you asked in the beginning of how, yes. how could someone how buy them? an illegal I gun? I really had no idea. I thought they just stole them. I thought that was the only And I'm gun. no way telling people to go down to Mulberry Street and buy a, a gun. Or buy fireworks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because this happened many thousands of years ago. You know, the people living in the <laughs> South, there's a very famous place that you go. It's right off of I-95. And whenever you used to make that trip from whatever, Maine to Florida, you would stop at it. Do you know the name of the store where you can buy fireworks legally? Oh, yeah. What's the name of the store? 
No, I don't know the name, but I know what you're talking it's about. It's called South of the Border. Yes. We don't have anything like that here. We have sparklers at Walmart, maybe. Or I don't know if you're looking. I don't get it. Yeah. And I remember years and now, years ago, I'm not going to mention because I give my age away. I was in junior high school and we went on a class trip to Washington, D.C. Yes. And they sold fireworks yeah, there. Yeah, sure, they do. Yeah, I know. It's just us. So here you have. We can't be trusted in the Northeast, apparently. Connecticut really sucks. We have a lot of rules. A lot. We're very. The fuck is wrong with people here? Well, it's a blue state. Isn't Washington blue? I assume so. I don't really know that. But what happened was we bought a whole mess of fireworks, right? And we hid them on the bus. Hi, Steve. Welcome. And wouldn't you know the person that was, I guess, from the school that was monitoring us? Had the police come and take all the fireworks. Oh, so they could have a nice 4th of July. Yeah. Interview. Yeah. And I think back then, all those, uh, all those years ago, I think I spent like $30. That's a lot of money. I have, I have a quick fireworks story. Um, when we first moved here, my grandparents had a home in uh, North Stanford. Off of uh -huh. Road. And uh, I don't know where the fireworks came from. I don't know. I was seven years old, but they were having a lot of fun with fireworks out in the street. And the Stanford police came. And uh, my grandmother gave them something to eat. Did she bang them? And at the <laughs> end of us shutting off, the, shooting off the fireworks, they shot their pistols in the air. Oh boy! So you know that's a long time ago. That was nineteen blank pistols. Yeah, nineteen sixty-five. So life is a lot different here now. That's for darn sure. Wow. Yeah. Well, here's the president. He wants to say something. All right. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of. I got hairy legs that turn. That 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 turned uh, um, blonde in the sun. What a and pig! Used to come up and reach Listen in to this pig. And rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping. I bet on my you lap. do, Joe. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Well, other benefits of taking a class is in. Uh... What? Regaining your, your pistol permit. I wanted to talk for a second about that is what? you learn how to safely clean a gun, store a gun, use a gun, load a gun, unload a gun. And if you're a person who's afraid of guns, this is a perfect class for you because you'll leave the class feeling somewhat confident yes. about what's going on. And that I'm, and, I'm kind and, of in that category. And if you join my class, you could touch my hot pistol. Oh, yeah. You get, you get showing when your inventory at the end of the class is really quite something. Yeah, here's my inventory. Oh, yeah. That's Kamala Harris, by the way. Oh. I did an interview this morning. You showed her your gun? Yeah. She wanted to touch my pistol, but I was afraid that it was going to get rusty. <laughs> Hi, Shannon. Welcome to Live Studio. Shannon's in the house. Well, you know, this whole story was about the NRA. And now we've talked about when you can or can't shoot in your home, how to get an illegal gun, how to learn about safely storing, loading, unloading. Yes. Choosing the gun that's right for you. All of those kinds of things. But you got to join the NRA. Tell me about, uh, about choosing a gun that's right for you. What are the things that you should consider? It depends on what you want this firearm for. You know, and what do you feel comfortable with? When I teach, I show people all different calibers of firearms, nine millimeter, a 38 special. Some people, a lot of the women want something smaller and compact that they can put in their purse. And I recommend a SIG. It's called a SIG Sawyer. S-I-G? Yes. Thank you, Shannon. I hope you're well as well. It's called a SIG Sawyer. It's nine millimeter, and the model number is 365XL. And this particular gun has a three and a half inch barrel, mm -hmm. and it has a, nice and a, a it has a Romeo One red dot sight. And what's so nice about this particular pistol is the red dot sight comes on; it's motion censored. So it will save, you know, some battery life unless you're moving around a lot. And it's very easy to shoot. It's nine millimeter. It's a tiny pistol. 
but it packs a wallop because it's 10 rounds. Now, again, we're when I say 10 rounds, Connecticut really sucks. Well, another rule for us. Um, Hennessy says that a lot of times um, it's used for self-defense. And, and the point that he or uh, she is making is most incidents for personal safety are within 10 feet and last yes. two seconds. So you don't need anything fancy. Well, you know, he's right about that. But I'd rather, I would recommend a, a, a pistol as instead of a revolver. For a beginner yeah. or for a woman? You know what? I, I tell everybody when I give, because I'm in a, a, an NRA certified instructor. Hello, don't hassle us off. And I'm also an NRA certified range safety officer. Yes. And what I say is, as far as a pistol's concerned, when I take someone to the shooting range, and I don't care how good I don't care how good you think you can shoot, right? If I tell you to run around the range three times, go outside, run around the shooting range three times as fast as you can, <laughs> run right back in the range, grab your pistol and shoot at the target, I guarantee you won't hit the bullseye. Yes. You know why? Why won't you hit the bullseye after you ran around the range three times? Well, your breathing's off. Another thing. What else? I don't know. Your hands well, are sweaty. What's, what, what's elevated in your body beside your breathing? Yeah, your heart rate. But Your heart rate. And what else? Your <laughs> what blood else? pressure. Oh, okay. And your adrenaline. Your adrenaline. Right? Yes. So there. Hasselhoff got it. Hey, we got some good legal Now, advice. when you run around the range three times and you run back in as fast as you can, you're not going to hit the target. And you get that same feeling when you have to shoot somebody. You get that same adrenaline in you. First of all, especially if they're shooting back at you, you're gonna be scared as shit. That's why a lot of police officers miss. Yeah, we understand they're not the best shots. So what I'm saying is, the point I'm making is, it's best to have a semi-automatic pistol because a revolver, most of them shoot six rounds. A semi-auto in Connecticut, which sucks, you could only have 10 rounds in the magazine. Right. Other states like Texas, Florida, which I'm getting a Florida pistol permit. Mm -hmm. I love Florida. The state, the governor is fantastic. There you can get a, a handgun, a pistol that can shoot 19, is that, 18. Is that what uh, the magazine size usually is? Yeah, 18, 19, Listen, 17. We're, we're getting uh, very good legal advice uh, from uh, the Hennessy Show. They said, you don't shoot to kill. You shoot to eliminate the threat. I understand that's that. That's what you say when you go to court. But, oh, is that what he said? That's uh, that's his advice or her advice. Well, sorry. you know what? That sounds good to me. Yeah. Shoot to eliminate the threat. There you go. My I'm, life was threatened. I'm going to tell that to Ellen. So if I didn't shoot, I'm sure she has a lawyer. Uh, she's looking for a good criminal lawyer right now, believe it or not. Is she? Yes. That, I like that. You shoot to eliminate the threat. We're going to go with that. I wonder how that would work in Connecticut. I don't, you know what, since if, if he didn't put his hands on her, it, she's going to have a hard time. She shot the man six times. Yeah. Well, she's going to have a hard time. Well, you, And you said the six times means she had a revolver, right? Yep. Yeah. You know what I like? I, you know what I like in Florida? Uh, and I think Hennessy, he's in Florida, and probably some other people in here. They got stand your ground. Oh, what's that? I like that. In Texas, <laughs> I, in Texas, if you if you have no trespassing signs up and you come on my property, just come on my property. I can shoot your ass. Even if they're not in Spanish and you can't read Spanish? Georgia is where these guys are from. Not from I don't know. Is Georgia the same? If somebody comes on your property, can you shoot them? Oh. Well, it might be. Texas is a whole different thing. It's just wide expanse. Hennessy said, hell yeah. <laughs> Texas is wide expanse. I don't, I don't know. There are no. Hey, Hennessy, when is your show on? Tell everybody when your show is on. I don't think I've heard your show. Ability, opportunity, and jeopardy. Jeopardy. And some stupid lady keeps winning. I don't, the show is boring. Right and now. here is. 
What was his name? Alec. Alec Trebek. <laughs> I miss that guy. I know. It's not the same. I wish I don't have the theme song. Oh, we'll have to, wah, you'll have wah, to add that wah, to your, wah, wah, your wah, wah. requiem. Well, anything else you want to say to about the NRA? I want, that, that, uh, with, you know, Hennessy, when's like, your show on? Type it in. Oh, it's not live. Thanks, though. Uh-huh. I pre-recorded and published Spotify. Spotify. Yes. Spotify. Spotify is Apple. a great platform. My man Eric has jumped in. What's happening? Don't don't have a whole lot happening. I'm just, you know, running around picking up a, a little bit of food to take home and All um, right. Eric, do you carry you, know, you carry a gun? Um, no, I don't. Yes. My brother I mean, and sister in law yes. do and <laughs> your sister in law yeah, does? Yeah, and, she, and she's also a lawyer. Her, her, and, and and my brother, which is her husband, because they're married. You know that they, they are l- legally allowed to carry firearms. Oh, that's interesting. Hey, Eric, if somebody comes on your property, like Texas, can you shoot them? <laughs> Eric. Um, I would think so because you know I've seen people with private property no trespassing signs. Yeah. You know that's probably a good which, rule. Um, that lawyers can carry guns because here, especially if there's a disgruntled a client, more more often than not, they'll come in and, and go after the lawyer thinking they're responsible for the yep. person's, you know, uh, bad fate. So uh, that's probably very wise uh, ruling that somebody made so that your sister-in-law and your brother are safe. Well, and they got three kids, that too. Yep. 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 Hennessy wrote, Texas has the first pass for self-defense on property. That's good. I, I wonder how it goes if they don't understand English and your signs in English, how that works. We should have moved to Texas. Oh. Right on the border. Yeah, that's that would be great. Pick them off to... like bugs. Dear Lord, please. <laughs> no. I can tell a very quick story. Eric, you might be interested in this. I used to live in Virginia, and I worked for the James River Company, paper company. And the era parent um, was head of a team. We were auditing a plant in Virginia that made paper. And this accountant, of all things, kind of like the Ellen Wing story, an accountant had been uh, fired and very disgruntled. And he waited four years for his chance. We were working on a Saturday. He rode up the elevator with a rifle, got off the elevator, and shot the man to death in front of all of us. Whoa. So, you know, sometimes, oh my goodness. sometimes it's the mild-mannered, quiet ones you got to watch. Tennessee Road in Texas, a guy shot an intruder in the back. And still was found not guilty. Really? See, that's I want to move there. What, that he didn't have a very good lawyer. Something's wrong there. The, the prosecutor was was probably horrible. Because that makes no sense. Well, huh. and plus, I love. I want to go to Texas because I love prairie dogs. Oh no, not they're again. the cutest animals. No, they don't have them in Texas. They have them out west. Where? That's in Arizona. I thought Nevada, they're in I Texas. Oh, maybe I don't know. They gotta be. <sighs> Te- Prairie dogs are rodents. They're cute as hell. They're pests. Are you kidding me? They're they like they hug here. They hug each other. They hug each them. other and kiss each other. Oh, dear God. What's happening, Eric? So are you suggesting I can't do target practice on the prairie dogs? If no. That no, no, you don't touch animals. I won't be able to kill, kill no. them. That would be target practice for me. No, you I know. don't like that. I know. <laughs> be like whack-a-mole. Whack-a-dog. Oh. Whack-a-prairie dog. I don't shoot animals, and I, I wouldn't shoot them unless I was starving, yeah, well, and I had to. I know. What's happening, Eric? I um, don't really have a whole lot happening, but I know Podbeat's probably going to be kicking this weekend. Um, of course, our, our good friend Shannon, um, who, who just joined the show, um, her and a couple other friends are going to have kind of like a, a karaoke-type music show coming up at 11 p.m. Eastern time, which is 10 Central mm-hmm. for her. Um, if, if anybody's interested in checking that out, and then that sounds fun. Also, is that tonight? Yes. So what is that the same time for us? Eleven p.m. our time, Eastern time. I'll be sleeping. Uh, anyway, that sounds like fun. I yeah. might tune in. I might stay up to hear that. What's the name of the show? Um, I think I think it's it's our friend Sh- Shannon. You know, Lynn in oh. the chant. Um, you know, oh, her right. and, and I think a couple other friends are collaborating. Um. And I know throughout the weekend you'll have Coltrane, Crazy Train, the dude Sean, and um, I just Sunday started evening. following her. So if we stay Good up, idea. we'll we'll jump in. 
Um, and of course, um, Sunday evening at around 10 or 11 p.m. Eastern, be on lookout for the It's a Doomsday podcast with Jester. And next week, um, you've got the Ralph William podcast in the morning. Um, you've got a new new interesting podcast here on Podbean um, around 9 or 9.30 Eastern time in the morning called the Unsupervised Podcast. Um, <laughs> of course, 10 a.m. Eastern time, you've got the Old Men's Podcast with Dean Joe and Eric and then you've also got the John DeVito show on around 1120 a.m. each time. And then we're going to work to confirm like a, a Wednesday, get to know your podcaster interview with to a Patriot mama and RPV from the real Patriots voice podcast. Oh, um, that's good. And then, and then we've also got um, the John Gale program. He's on weekdays at 5 p.m. Eastern time here on Podbean, And a replay of his show is going to be found on WESN Epic Strategies Network where you can also find the Ralph William podcast and gray area and, um, and a replay of the old man's podcast with Dean, Joe and Eric um, and soccer 82 alpha. And, and of course, soccer 82 is on Wednesdays at 7 PM Eastern time. Um, and ho- hopefully, you know, n- you know, the beans and weenie show may be back next week when um, Spanky is feeling better from his um, latest like COVID dilemma. And hopefully the slightly serious show will also be back when James is feeling better from from his, his bout with COVID. So, um, yep. And also, and also be on lookout for Mike Tampa Bay and, and Jesse and, um, you know, and a host of other, other great friends here on Podbean, the Frankie D show, um, Michael key with the real conservative talk. And of course, no filter radio is another interesting podcast show here on Podbean. Um, um, even if you don't see Kirkley doing, you know, live shows here on Podbean, even though he does pre-recorded shows over on, Mm-hmm. You know, Spotify, um, you might see them pop into the It's Doomsday podcast and a couple other friends shows here on Podbean, including That's this cool. one. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and I know we look forward to doing this again next Friday as, as usual. Yep. We're on and every Friday. I know Friday. we miss Miz this week. Yeah. Miz is, Miz, I don't know what she's doing. I'm going to, uh, um, unless, unless she's busy with work or something. Okay. I hope she's okay. Yeah, we well, so I know Niz had a birthday. Her birthday oh, was happy birthday to Niz. Yeah, I think it was two days ago. So maybe she's celebrating. Yep. Um, if we had have known that sooner, um, we would have invited her to the old man's podcast with Dean Joe and Eric on Wednesday, and we would have given her a, a very happy birthday serenade, like like we do our <laughs> podcast friends. Yeah, she yeah. she would have liked that. We'll but, oh, we did it for Mike, and we've we did it for for a few other friends. Yep. Yeah, that's nice. And James, and so so many others. That's good, man. That's nice. And we're on every Friday, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. And we're always live. But you guys are are new in here. Anybody new in here? Follow me. Follow me. Well, with that said, maybe we should um, end the show with a little bit of, I don't know, rightful music. music. <laughs> we always end with WAP music. Yes, well, indeed. WAP music. I do. Well, course. before the WAP music, let's play a little this. What's this? What is this? <laughs> this is good music. Is this music at all? Yes. Come on. Yes, it is. Listen. Oh yeah. I can't hear his voice. I ain't fucking with Joe Biden. I said fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. I said fuck Joe Biden. What'd you say? What'd you say? Joe Biden. What'd you say? Joe Biden. I said Joe Biden the hoe. I said Joe Biden. Slurring words, he look confused, man. This shit must be a joke. Trying to take my Medicaid, I'll slap your ass. I'm getting paid. This SSI and EBT, it got me eating, looking straight. Oh, sleepy old Joe Biden. Oh, creepy. Joe Biden, boy, I'm beefing with Joe Biden. Let me teach you about Joe Biden. Smell your kids, he takes your checks, and then he runs. Smell your kids, he said. He needs some rest, he's dumb as fuck, boy. I ain't voting for Joe Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. What'd you say? Fuck Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Let's hope Joe doesn't. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. That's it. Now, this WAP 
You know, this WAP doesn't lie, number one. I'm aware. And this is the No Bullshit Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, sweetie. <laughs> I'm taking everybody out. Listen, Eric, everyone out there that's listening to the show, be safe. Stay away from fucking sick people. Stay away from them. Wear your mask. Take a couple of shots of Jack Daniels and the the uh, antiviral shots if you want them. It's up. It's your choice. Don't ever let anybody tell you what to put in your body. You make up your own mind. And I'm not telling people to get the shot or not get it. Don't ever let the government tell you what the fuck to do. Because you know why? Fuck Joe Biden. It was great to hear your voice, Eric. Thanks for calling in every week and keeping us abreast about what's going on in Podbean. See you next week as usual. All right. Take care. Damn, now be, that well. I, be well, Eric. Now that I got that all out, I have to go to bed. Uh. <laughs> Later, people. Be safe. <laughs> Woo! Shayla Luna met somebody, Mama be la Marantari. Good night, Ann. Go Bengals. Be safe, people. Be safe. Bye, Shannon. Bye, Shannon. Hasselhoff. Swag guy. Eric Hennessy. Whoever I met. It's been fun hanging out as always. Good evening. Later, people. Ciao, Bella. It's the